Why bother being motivated? Who cares whether you're successful or not anyway? What a great question. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you don't have to be. Uh, that's really important to remember. Because very often what we're doing is we're in a position of high pressure, low engagement. High pressure, low engagement. So this is a mode where we feel we have to do whatever it is we need to do. Make an internal change, change your thoughts, feelings, give up something that's addictive, take on a behavior that we've been avoiding, overcome fear, whatever it might be. We feel we have to do that thing, uh, but we're not engaging. So we're not doing the thing, but we are feeling pressure to have to do it. Uh, and the problem with that mode, of course, is is that that very pressure itself makes it less likely the change will happen. It is a stress which gets in the way and creates a kind of performance anxiety around change and just makes it distasteful to begin with because, you know, who likes to be forced or pressurized to have to do anything? So that's one mode, high pressure, low engagement. I think a more helpful place to be is high engagement, uh, low pressure. And this is where you actually follow that question, why bother being motivated through completely to its logical conclusion? And you say to yourself, yeah, I don't have to be motivated. Who cares whether I'm successful or not? Who cares? So then the question becomes, okay, now what? What are you going to do with your time? And this is really the point. Because I think we want to get away from this sense of pressure of having to do things. Let that go. Like steam from a steam engine, let it release. And then get back to the feeling of, what do we want to do? What's that feeling of drive that's there on the inside that we can tap into? And this is something along the lines of leaving an artist in a room for a few hours uh, with nothing in the room except a blank canvas and some paints. And you tell them, you don't have to paint, by the way. But as time goes by, what are they going to want to do? They're going to want to paint. They don't have to, but they're going to want to. And it's kind of the same with life itself. You know, you're going to do something with it, but why not? Why not use the energy and the capacity that you have in some sort of a meaningful way? Find some combination of what's in, what is interesting to you, what is exciting to you. Also, what you're good at, what you're skilled at. There's going to be some natural tendencies that you have towards certain things. And also what's useful and beneficial to the world itself. To, to get stuck into that then in doing those things. But the, the key is to not be as focused on that success. And success can often be one of the biggest problems here. Because if you're, you know, like in a sports psychology example, if you're thinking about the trophy at the end, if you're thinking about the whole season, if you're thinking about it and your eye is off the ball, you know, you're focused on, on succeeding, but that's taking away from the game. And, of course, focusing on the game is the very thing that would help you succeed. So that's, I think, really what we want, is to bring our attention back to not being successful. You can have that as a concept, of course. It's it's good. It can be motivational. But to only look at that a bit of the time and to bring our attention back to the here and the now and not even to being motivated. I mean, motivation is fine. It's better to focus on motivation probably than the, the end result of success because at least that's more in the here and the now. But to not just focus on motivated thoughts or feelings, but to focus on what is motivating. What are the activities that I can engage in that are, that are helpful and useful? So uh, electricity works this way. It's not that just the electricity, if you walk uh, near a plug socket, an outlet, it's not that just the electricity is just creeping out into the air and it zaps you as you walk past. 
you have to go to it and plug something in and then it draws the electricity to the degree that something needs it. So very often that's the problem. We're not putting in place things in our life that are exciting enough or interesting enough to really draw that energy from us. We're able to put amazing energy into things and be incredibly motivated when the thing really matters. Like you can imagine a scene from a film where you know, the person cares so much that you know, they're just pulling themselves by their fingers along to try and reach a particular point because they're so committed to this particular thing that they've engaged themselves in. And then you can imagine other moments where the thing is easy to do, but you wouldn't even bother because who cares? So the practice of doing the thing for its own sake is very important here. And the obvious question can come up, well, okay, fair enough, there's some things that are exciting in life, but there are other things that are mundane. Yeah, but the mundane things need to be incorporated into the more exciting project overall. You know, sometimes when I do communications workshops, people ask me, I say, look, you, know, you want to get excited about the thing you're talking about. People say, but look, <laughs> this is a really boring thing to talk about. How can I get excited about it? And generally, I'll say one or two things. I'll say, look, if it's that boring, get a different job. Why would you torture yourself your entire life doing something you absolutely dislike? Maybe not immediately. You might need to make some transition over time. But come on, you know, you want to live your life to some degree. If it's that bad, why are you doing it? You know, get a plan B together and uh, start looking at some of the options. So that's one option. But the other option is, even if it does seem a little bit uninteresting, maybe the problem is we're not finding the excitement in it. If you work in a nail factory, sell the nails, so how do I get excited about this? Well, you know, nails hold orphanages together. You know, you could probably find some way of linking it to something that you're actually passionate about. And it's uh, it's like you know, cleaning is another example of that. Well, you know, th th this has to be part of a bigger cause, something that actually matters and is meaningful in its own right. A little bit like when you see monks cleaning the temple or you see them raking stones or things like that. This is considered a practice in its own right. It's not just a way of leading to a good outcome, but this is considered part of the very process of personal development. So simple things like routine tasks are actually wonderful opportunities to engage in. So they're, they're, they're to be seized when we have the, the opportunity. So the bottom line is you don't have to be successful. You definitely don't. You also uh, don't have to be motivated either. That's, that's the quick answer to that one. Uh, but what else are you going to do with your time? You may want to engage. Not have to, but you may want to. <laughs>